Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about working mm, 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 backwards. And so I came upon this topic as I was watching a show on YouTube by Anthony O'Neill. Hopefully he's on our show soon. <laughs> and he had someone on, our, on his show that I don't remember who he was. But he was talking about, he said one thing that stuck out to me. He said, the moment you create your destination is the moment your destiny will follow. And I was just like taken aback. Like that makes sense. And I think a lot of times we're all trying to, we're trying to figure out how to get to the next step when we don't know our actual, what our actual goal is in life. Honestly, more so, um, you know, a lot of times where they say like, are you just surviving or are you thriving? Hmm. To be honest, like, even though I grew up in, um, in the suburbs and I didn't have very many hardships, like, you know, things, you know, I, I never had to want for anything. But at the same time, trying to be self-sufficient in its own, trying to make sure I could live on my own by myself, my mindset had went to, how can I make as much money as I can, <laughs> you know, but also how can I be free doing that? How can we get the life we want while also getting this money and surviving <laughs> in, in this life? And I don't think we could do it unless we have a, a vision of a destination. You know, the Bible says, and you know, I'm going to quote, quote this wrong. <laughs> uh, the, who, those that do not have vision perish. And I believe right. that's in right. Yeah. <laughs> And I believe that's in every avenue of our lives. If you don't have a vision in your relationship, if you don't have a vision in your job, if you don't have a vision for yourself, yeah. then it's going to perish. We don't have a vision for soul filling, it's going to perish. So, you know, I know a lot of us are like trying to figure it out right now, especially during the pandemic. Where do I want to take my life? Where do I want to go? And those are great questions to ask right now. No, that. I couldn't agree with you more. And when I thought about when you presented this topic to us too, and you was like working backwards, the first thing that came in my mind was to have an agenda, to have an agenda. And basically when you think about working backwards, like you said, it's, to, it's your, 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 you're having that vision. And so, and for me, it's like having an agenda. And so when you have an, an agenda, like so i wrote down a couple of points like what is the purpose of working back what's the purpose of even having an end goal in mind and it basically is when you have an end goal it tells us what needs to be done so if you know your end goal in finances is to save a thousand dollars you it's, it's telling you okay that, that first initial instinct with your money is, is, is gonna when you're about to spend or save or whatever the case may be, you will have that end goal in mind as, and it'll control your current actions. Um, two, it makes sure things and people stay on track. And so that's what's most important because a lot of times we're gonna be, we're gonna veer off uh, and we might like, even if when we have our meetings, we might touch on a go on a tangent and start talking about something else, like how it's 4th of July or whatever the case may be or something. And, but if you have that end goal, you can always bounce back and get back on track. You know, you have a key point you can always come back to. 
But if you don't have a, a focal point, you're just gonna keep on going on tangents and you'll, you know, you'll do things because it's just, you're, you're free flowing. Um, and three, it allows people to know what's happening now and what's going to happen next. So we always have our, when we have our meetings, we, we're talking about what we wanna accomplish now, but then we're like, okay, for next meeting, it doesn't even have to be what's gonna happen five years from now. It could just be like, okay, what needs to happen by next meeting? or what needs to happen by next week or next three days or so, so forth and so on. So when you have that end goal in mind, you know, you're not, you know what you're doing for today and you know why, why you're doing it and what's going to happen, not necessarily what's going to happen tomorrow, but what you're aiming for for tomorrow. And then last, um, it gives life purpose. It gives, it gives your actions purpose. It gives what the things that we're doing a meaning as to why we're doing these things. So I just think having that that mindset to working backwards, having that vision, having that agenda in mind will it it would just give us so much more it would make our actions so much more meaningful. I totally agree with that because um like you were saying earlier, Tiv, um when you don't have that goal in mind, I know for me a big struggle of my life was I knew I wanted to be in the public health field. I knew I wanted to do something related to, you know, health related, but I didn't have like a specific end goal, a specific job title. Mm -hmm. So it left me being in this, you know, on the fence quite a bit, you know, throughout my younger, uh, like the college days, you know, when I was, was time to decide like a major or when it was time to decide mm -hmm. what I was going to do after college. I really struggled quite a bit because I did not have that um, end goal in mind or that destination in mind. I was like, you know, I could do nursing or I could become a doctor or I could do, you know, I could, you know, be an administrator or I could be a, um, a pharmacist. You know, it was just, it left the table open up to so many options and it left me, you know, just one year I'm doing this and next year I'm doing it you know I was just all over the place with it so I really do believe um like you were saying Jazz that when you work backwards when you have that end goal in mind it helps you stay on track it gets you um to get like on a time frame like that's your time on target you're able to um and we actually kind of use it in our daily lives I didn't realize I was like working backwards you know have I really used it but I realized the other day I was like you know what I actually kind of do that in my daily life so okay. for an example um one weekend I had to go to a co-worker's um baby shower and I knew her baby shower started at 12 right mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to wake up, do this podcast. I, I needed to go get a gift as well. So I worked backwards. I was like, okay, I know Kyle wants to go. So baby shower is 51 minutes from his house. Okay, so we need to be at least leaving by 11, 10, 11, 11, 10, right? Yeah. And then um, I was like, okay, I got to go figure out, I got to get a gift. Okay. Looked up, saw what she needed on her registry. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go get this gift snap it's not at the target or at walmart by me it's 20 minutes down the road going the opposite direction of kyle's house dang okay so i need to be it's about 30 minutes from kyle's so i need to be getting to walmart at least by 10 o'clock you know sitting here to give me time to shop put the gift together do what i need to do 
Okay, so that means we need to get start this podcast on time. Do this, you know what? Okay, I'm going to get ready before the podcast. Get my hair, makeup, outfit already ready. So by the time I'm, you know, we done, I can just hop in the car, go get the gift, and there we go. So that was in, you know, didn't realize it, but that was backwards planning. I knew I had to be somewhere yeah. at 12, and I started my morning off, and it worked backwards. And so you could take that simple tool and just use it in your daily life and then also use it to um, implement or to, to reach bigger goals for yourself. Man, I love that you said that because we always, always use this backwards planning and we don't even be knowing it. Like no. anything that's anything like that's important that we're planning, whether we're planning of having a business plan, having throwing a party. You're going to need to know what time the party going to start, the decor, who get the decoration, who got the drinks, yeah. you know, the day. So um, a wedding, you don't just go and say, okay, you you propose, now we get, okay, let's just go to to a building and just be married. No, um, even for a home, you need a blueprint. They're not just going to start hammering stuff down. Like, you know, it, everything needs a plan. And I love that you said that we, we use it in our everyday lives already. Yeah. And I um, also... I didn't think about this, but you were saying you didn't know which major you want to go into. You were up and down about some things. And I think that's a really relatable comment because I hear a lot of times and like, I don't know what my purpose is or how do I find my purpose and stuff like that. And we always say, you know, do what you love, you know, what's your passions, like do stuff that you actually like doing. But I think it's very important for everyone to know, to give yourself grace um, in that moment where you, you might not know what you want to do, but even putting out the goal of, you know what, I'm going to give myself time to self-discover, to learn myself some more. I'm going to give myself grace to figure out, sit down with God and see what he wants me to do. And that could also be something about working backwards, just simply writing down, Lord, I want to find my purpose. Lord, help me, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> No, I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna take this time to really figure out what it is I truly want to do and what God really wants for me, um, and, and be be easy with yourself. Like, be gentle with yourself because it's, I really thoroughly believe that you can do that. And then also, like for me, um, growing up, y'all know this. <laughs> y'all, I always knew I wanted to be a talk show host. Shout out to Tyra Banks. I don't know why she inspired me. And I was like, I, I want to be a talk show host. And I always said that. So I went to school for journalism. And then and even when I was in school, though, I always knew I wanted to be a talk show host. Since everybody else was wanting to be a reporter or that was the avenue it was going down. That's how I shifted my, my mindset to like, OK, yeah, I could be a reporter. And I was kind of getting off track. I even applied for things that were reporter-based. But it didn't end up happening like that. Um, but I, what I always did was what my mom always told me to do. is just basically do what you want. Like, do what you love. Follow your dreams. You can do anything. And so as God was putting stuff in my head, in our head, com combined, like Inspire Fire, which led to Soul Feeling Podcast, now in my a talk show may not be exactly what I'm doing but it is exactly what I'm doing <laughs> and so what I'm trying to say is sometimes you might not know what you want to do but ask God for that and give yourself time to self-discover while following your passion but also just know that 
if you do have a goal, it might change, it might look different, and that is okay. But that is also why it's very important to have a end goal, because I firmly believe that God doesn't put stuff into our hearts just so they could be there. And it might be looking like a picture in our head that we see, but it might not be the picture that God sees. So he's like, hey, go here, do this, do that. And you're thinking, okay, I'm going to do this because it's going to get me here. But God's actually putting you into these different places because he's crafting you to be where he wants you to be. And I firmly believe that both our desires and God's desires will line up. But all I'm saying is, first, whatever God put into your heart, you need to write that destination down. And even though it might not end there, or you will, or you might end there, (laughs) just know that he didn't put that in your heart for no reason. And I hope that makes sense. But yeah. It makes total sense. And on that note, um, even though I never had a career choice in mind, one thing that I can say is a good start is um, writing your mission statement. That's something that I did always know. And so I knew that I, for myself, that I didn't want to just survive. I wanted to thrive. It's a, it's a popular Maya Angelou quote. And I, that was always something in my, that I held in my mind is that, you know, I don't want to be living paycheck to paycheck. I just want to really thrive and live life to the fullest. So I always, you know, when, whenever I was navigating through life, I was picking things that would, you know, allow me to be able to thrive and not just be mediocre. And then the other thing was when we, before, when we started, um, inspire fire we sat down and we both had this same kind of mission statement and it was that we wanted to help people in um in a holistic way we wanted to help them mentally physically spiritually emotionally and that's what led us to inspire fire and then eventually to soul feeling podcast so even though like i said i didn't have a specific career choice in mind even when i look back all the positions and all the things that I did, I was doing that. I was helping people in different ways, you know, with kind, healthy snacks. I was helping people eat eat healthy, introducing a new snack to them. When I was in the hospital working as a um, nutritionist, um, I was helping people with their plans. So if they were on a heart healthy plan, hey, you should eat this. I was impacting people in such a different way throughout each phase of my life. And it led me to exactly to where I needed to be. So um, a great book to read is um, Stephen Covey's The Habits, Seven Habits of Highly Effective, Effective People. And habit number two is begin with the end in mind. So like I said, even if you don't have an in-career choice in mind, he he suggested to to get there to develop a a personal mission statement. That is, girl, I think the whole world needs to hear that because uh, there's this quote that's like floating around on Instagram and it's basically saying like, um, don't follow the job, follow your mission, basically. Mm -hmm. And, And that is so true, Kobe, because in every interview that I had, the my personal mission, which is our mission, yes, it, it comes up. It, it literally comes up every time. Like right. when we when we try to narrow down, we're like, "What is soul filling?" It narrowed down to what we we said that that night when we started Inspire Fire. When we looked at each other, it was like, "What? How did we? How did we have the same exact 
stuff. And that's, 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 that is really magical. And I think we need to pay attention to those magical moments in our lives to say, look, th God, this is undeniably what God wants for us to do. Because the fact that we wrote down the exact same thing in different avenues is, is mine. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And then, you know, we know we're soulmates because this happens a lot. You know, we talk and we talk and it's literally what we're thinking. And so I'm just thankful to God for that. But I think that's so good. That is such a great tip. Everybody write that down. What is your mission statement for your life? What is it? Because that really does keep you on track to, yeah. do I need to, do I want to take this job? Does it, this, does this help people holistically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, mm -hmm. nutritiously, physically? Does it do at least one of those things? No? Okay. Well, maybe I need to, to go somewhere else. So right. I love that. Yes. I love that too. I love that too. And it reminds me of this, um, this interview I was listening to by Oprah. And she was telling everyone that, you no, know, everyone, when she finally made it early in her career, well, with everyone, what she said, what everyone thought was making it when she was, um, um, she was just starting out into her, um, her talk show host, she just transitioned over from being a reporter to her talk show. And everybody was like, yeah, you made it. You're on TV now. You made it on TV. You're, you're working on TV. And she said, everyone kept saying that word. You made it to TV. You made it to TV. And she was like, back then, that was just the goal to make it to TV and like, you know, so you could have a larger um, impact. But she said, I had to ask myself, like, okay, what do I even want to use this platform for? And so it, she said, I didn't want to be on TV and have TV use me. I wanted to use TV. And she said, one time I had um, someone on my show that I just, our views were completely different. And I didn't agree with a lot of things. And she said, after the show, I just felt so, so like unfulfilled. Like I didn't feel like I was using my platform for good. And she said, from that moment, that was the defining moment of my life. Like I didn't want to use TV anymore. I wanted to use my mission to better people, to have a, a positive impact, a way to teach people and cultivate them and grow them. And she said, ever since then, my mission was just to do that. And many people would ask, you know, what are you doing? What, like, what's like, what's so special that you're doing that that's getting your numbers up and things of that nature? She, she was saying it wasn't necessarily I was looking to get numbers up. I was just looking to impact lives. I was just looking to change lives. And I just think that's always been our passion, genuinely, just to help people um, change their lives. At one point, I remember in my life, even during college, like toward my, my, um, my uh my junior and senior year in college i just had this this mission to to help people in their lives i even call myself life coaching people and counseling people my like my my college professors would come to me for like counseling and things of that nature and just creating little blueprints on how to you know help change lives and things of that nature and it's just been something that's always been in me and like kobe was saying you may not even know what like specifically what you want to do but if you can get a grand scheme of things like a grand picture of like, like oprah said like i know i want to be on tv but my ultimate mission is i want to impact people in a positive way or and that may not even be your mission your mission could be anything like i want to help people financially or i want to help change lives and with my entertainment because this is my gift or with my art and so it's just like really 
knowing what that mission is. And I love how we both, well, you both mentioned like sometimes you may be doing something for a certain period of time and it's just to lead you into that could just be your mission for this stage of your life but then now it's led you into a new mission for a new chapter of your life so and I think it's that's the beautiful thing about life nothing is set in stone nothing we're not trees we don't have to stay in one particular place because I know sometimes when we grow the more we grow in life the more we know in life you know you want to do things a little differently and so it's just like being okay with accepting your growth so that you're not keeping yourself in a box Yes, and it might move faster or slower than you think. I'm just looking back to, um, so I told everyone on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter that I <laughs> paid off my student loans. I mean, that I'm now debt free. And I just thought yes. this was, <laughs> and, I, and I was debt free in May, but I wanted to make a video to correspond on how exactly I did it. But that's what got me guys, um, was making the video because I didn't realize how much I paid off and I and it made me go backwards to see what did I really do because I made this video twice right I made it mm -hmm. first time and I just told them okay this is what I did what I did there and what I did there but then I was like no this isn't good enough let me actually look at the numbers and mm -hmm. really break down how did I do this because once I did the calculations I was like I paid off $44,000 plus and I just <laughs> didn't under I was like how but shout out to God because I've never made over fifty thousand dollars in my in my life in my life like annually. Mm -hmm. You know, coming out of school, I made seventeen thousand dollars a year. But so I broke it down, and I remember when I was a a connoisseur. What is it, connoisseur? Connoisseur concierge. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I was a concierge. So basically, people would come to this nice um this nice high rise and i would be like do you do you have your key sir do you have your job whatever they needed i was there for them so uh whatever the rich people needed i was there in my little suit <laughs> was not cute but i remember one day of breaking down how long is it gonna take me to pay off my student loans i said i want to pay off my student loans by 30. and so um i did the numbers and i realized okay i have to in order for me to pay off my student loans by 30, I need to overpay this much. And so I'll break it down this much until I could just pay it off altogether, like be left with $2,000 or something like that. So I broke it down and then I, and I, so I had to work backwards, right? And so I broke it down and said, this is how much I'm going to pay more and put it on my principal, because this is very important. Put it on my principal, because it will go to your debt and to your interest. And if I pay this every month for the next, six years this is i will be done or seven eight years i don't remember how old i was i will be done by with my student loans by 30. and so and so when i started doing that doing that doing that yes my goal started to shift as i got older because i was like i need to be financially free earlier so i can move out and not feel any guilt about it so my my it shift and so since my goal shift my destination shift a little but I was still working on the ultimate goal of being debt-free by 30, it was easier for me to shift there. <laughs> and so what I'm saying is I forgot that I even told myself I was really going to be um, debt-free debt by 30, but the fact that I made an action that was automatic because they pulled it out of my account for the, la for the last 
all these years, it right. was still working. So what I'm saying is create that destination, put a system in place that can easily, like you don't even really notice. And then further down the line, when your goals shift and you might need to get rid of something faster, or maybe not. Either way, you put that dream on automatic mode, if that makes sense. You put that destination on automatic. You made a system to make it to where you can do that. And then you look back and be like, damn, what did I just do? Girl, and you achieved it earlier than yoga, mind you. <laughs> Girl, and then, then this is the funny part. When I was doing the, um, for some reason, I was trying to write it down in my Word document. And I forgot about the goals that I written down for 2020 with me and Deborah. We wrote down our goals. And I was just like, let me see. Like, I was kind of feeling down. I was like, let me see what my goals were. I'm like, let me see if I even checked any of these off. And I forgot that I wrote down my goals specifically to the number. And I was like, pay wow. off $12,000 in student loans by the end of the year. But I rushed to, I ended up paying it by May. But the fact that I put a number by it, and I also put numbers by how much I want to make and all that stuff, and I need to look at that now and see if it actually came true. But it's just, you know, we say there's so much power in just writing it down because, like I said at the beginning, what the guy said is once you have a destination, your destiny will fulfill it. Even if you tell yourself once, write it down once, your, your mind is like, oh, I got to get to that goal. I got to get to that goal. It's the law of attraction that we talk about all the time. But... But you have to put action towards it, even if that action doesn't even seem like a lot, if that makes sense. So, so, so true. Mm -hmm. So true. Sometimes it doesn't have to be as hard as we think, you know? Like, I want to lose weight. I, I haven't been working out for real, for real, for real since March. Girl, but what I've been doing is going for a walk every day, like for hours two hours and so i'm able to stay in shape and so it's just like sometimes it doesn't have to be as hard it's just making those little changes that will gradually get you to where you want to be it starts with actually putting that specific thing down whatever it is because i just love how you wrote it out to the t like this is what i want to do write it down make it simple put it in black and white yeah. yeah, and I think that it takes imagination to do that. But I think that's the difference between, you know, if we're comparing forward planning and backwards planning, the difference is you're able to go through these steps with the end goal as if you've already achieved it. You know, back when you said you were, when you were younger, you were like, I'm going to be debt free by um, 30. So you already had that goal in mind. It was like you, it was already done. So as you were going through these things, as you were going through life, it was just natural for you to, it was like that mental, you had already had it mentally. And then now the physical just had to follow. So I think yeah. that is the important thing about backwards planning is that you're not just like, as I was saying earlier, going through and just kind of like, okay, I want to do this. I think I should do that. And in hope of achieving a goal, but you actually have a goal in mind that you know that you're going to achieve, that you know you have already done in your mind, and now your physical just has to achieve it. You just have to go through these yeah. steps, go through these actions to get there. I ain't gonna lie, guys, like that really broke me because 
it just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But God is just so good. You know, I'm like, when I looked at the number, I was like, this didn't make sense. Like, what you mean? And, and it, like, what you mean I paid this off and I'm still good? Like, I'm still good over here. I just realized that with that, that showed me that I could do anything. And if I have a goal, yes. that I could make attainable steps to get there. Yes. And that's is. anything in life. It's called future retrospection. That's what I wanted to um, mention. Future retrospection. And it helps you, it increases the pleasure of getting to whatever it is that you need to achieve because now you're, you're a goal-oriented person. Now you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to do, I need to hit these little bitty steps and hit, hit these little bitty goals to get to this bigger goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your retrospective, that's what it is. It just made me think of like all the aspects of our lives, like for real. And I was just like, it, I don't know why that made me click when he said that destination line. I was just like, <laughs> but I was just like, and we've said this before, you know, if we have a goal, if our number is, all right, we already said it. It was like, we want to hit a thousand listeners to SoundCloud. I mean, and we've been hitting that, you know, we drop and then we're we going to hit it again. But like, we started to hit over a thousand for per, per episode, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and so putting a number or putting a number towards it gives you the mindset to see how can I get to that number? Exactly. Like, you know, if you, we can't just be like, oh yeah, we, we need actual, actual, I guess it's smart goals. So we need a specific number to reach to, to elevate to, because if we don't have a specific number for like, we just want to be great. We just want to have all the listeners in the world. And I was like, <laughs> how much is that? Exactly. I mean, God, you're like, well, how much is, how, do, that's not really a th- like, that's not an actual that's just right. some fluff in the air. <laughs> like, what is the actual number you need to reach so you could take the steps to get there? Yes. You say, okay, I want to make this much money in a year. Uh, you were talking about to move out. I want um, to to get this apartment. I need to be making this much a year. Okay, this much a year is how much divided by 12? That's this much a month. Divided by four, that's this much in four weeks. Okay. That's, that's this much a day. That's how I put it down. a day. So you know, okay, I need to do this this and this to make x amount each day so that i can hit my weekly goal and and eventually my yearly goal and it's not even and it's not even you have to become it's you have to become serious about your goal because you could have a goal y'all not been wanting to move out for so long right like i'm like now i actually have the means to move out i have an extra job that i can move out to but but it I had to think about this too. Does it go into my mission statement for my life? My other, like we have a collective mission statement, but I also now have a newfound mission statement, even with this new financial freedom. And that is freedom, period. Mm -hmm. And so I want it to be like, I have these new, new, new projects that I'm that God blessed me with shout out to him during a pandemic Um, and I know he didn't give me too much that I can't handle uh, because I work hard to get those projects (laughs) I'm not gonna lie and um but I had to take a step back because I'm like what will allow me to have actual freedom in my life 
Mm. Because I want to, I want to be able to work from anywhere in the world. And so I had to take the step, a step back instead of getting myself into like uh, a lease, a lease right now. I had to be like, okay, I make enough money now, but I still need some more freedom, if that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know how to, I still need to create a life that allows me to work from anywhere I want because I'm gonna wanna work from that apartment <laughs> because I'm paying so much money for it. And so I don't wanna be, have to be at work for eight hours a day in the next few months. You know what I mean? I was so, you know, but I'll talk about that later. But I would like to be able to be where I want and specifically that apartment because I'm paying so much for it. And so I think this is time to like, and I haven't done this yet because we all have like, in high school, we have this vision for our life. After college, we have this vision for our life. After we meet the right person, we have this vision for our life. And now I'm at, after you reach one goal, you're like, now what? Now what? What's next? And so I think it's, it's really helpful to create another vision for your life. What's now that you have evolved, now that you have you're you're a different person. You might be the same person, but you're you're evolving. So what is this new vision for my life as an evolved person? And I really want to take that some time to really write down what does freedom look like for me? What yeah. what what's my career look like for me? What does you know the soul feeling look like for me? So I can start attaining those goals for real, for real. Cause now, now we know, right? Mm-hmm. Now we know, like I, we talked about, we were talking about it yesterday on the phone. Y'all are like, y'all have some things y'all really want to do. And y'all like, okay. And this is the plan. I have this many months by January, 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. things are going to be different. And so I'm just want to, with these new roles I've taken into my life, I need to make sure that I'm still creating the life that is a good one for me, a freedom-based life for me. When you were talking about how you wrote the number down, because I really want to hit on this because the same exact thing happened to me. And it was inspired by, I mean, you remember when I've been telling y'all I paid off my credit card debt? I ain't yes. paid off all my student loans yet, but that's in the works. That's in the works. But um, my credit card debt, and I just really want to harp on credit card debt because I see that as a form of bad debt. Based on what you spend your credit card, I mean, what you're spending on your credit card, if you're using it for like food purchases and, and clothes and, you know, recreational things once, that's bad debt. But if you're using it for assets, things that's going to put money in your pocket, that could be a form of good debt. But in this case, I had some bad debt stacked up to the, to the ceiling. And it really became a defining moment. It, would, it used to just be this, one of these things that just weighed heavily on my back. And it was something that I didn't want to confront, something I just, you know, I just wanted to like sweep under the rug and just pay the little minimum payments and not really think about it and just hoping it would go away. But it was life-changing. I mean, life-changing when I wrote the number it's like you're confronting the boogeyman. It's like you're confronting that monster in the closet that you are under the bed that you're afraid of as a child. It's like you looking at it like in plain sight. And it's so much power because it's like at the same time, it can be very scary or it can seem like, okay, I was never about to pay this off. But if you literally write, I'm paying off such and such, however large that number is, 
it's it really does something it's like a light switch that flips on in the mind subconsciously that you're not even aware of and like tiffany was saying even if you're not looking at it every day or if you're not um you know look like saying oh my gosh i gotta pay out this every every single waking day something in you is gonna eventually start to move to make sure that 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 goal is achieved and that's exactly what happened to me it just it became like the moment I wrote it down because I remember writing it down I was I had um I was it was last I can't remember the exact date but I remember when I read I was in the restroom I don't know why I was in the restroom I like to to just close myself away from everybody and I just was sitting there and I was just writing I was reading a book and in the book the it was it's called tapping into wealth and it was just basically trying to give out the blueprint on how to to eliminate debt and eliminate you know like this financial number and it was saying it could be scary but i need you to write that number down and look at it feel the number see the number and and now imagine that number being at zero and so i was just like oh it was powerful because i was like i didn't ever think that this could be a zero but like just doing that exercise really was transformational i mean transitional transformational yeah that's word and so i just after that moment it was just like all the money that i received in my hand it just became i became so intentional with it it became like i wasn't just trying i didn't even have the desire to just go out and splurge like i used to and splurge on clothes or splurge on food because i love going to fast food and spending twenty dollars a meal like yeah. just making ridiculous per purchases that that i was just fine oh this healthy so i can i can do this and do it but it was like of course there's much smarter ways to do that so i just want to want to tell us like when we're working backwards writing down that end goal it, is, it gives us the power because I know a lot of times we give so many other people power like, oh, the reason I can't pay this off is because of the government or the president tripping or because my dad didn't start a savings account for me as a child or such. A, it's just like every excuse under the book that we can tell ourselves if we don't take ownership of what exactly we want to do, what exactly the, the goal we're trying to achieve. So it's just like, take when you, it's so much power because i think writing gives us that ownership piece like it, it allows us to take ownership over the goal that we're saying we're going to achieve and then somehow god puts his magic in it like oh i see i see that's what you want so let me assist you and send different avenues and different people and send you that extra 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 500 see what you're gonna do with it oh oh you use that wisely let me send you more or whatever the case may be send you opportunity uh, a new job experience. So it's just like when you have specific goals in mind or even broad goals just to be financially free, God is, and when you write it down, keyword here, write it down because you have to face it. I think when you write it down, it's a, it's a form of facing that goal, facing that, 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 that fear that, 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 that potentially could be like making you feel like the goal is un unattainable. Yeah. I love that. I love you saying, write that number down write that number down of how much you want to make like because like when you work backwards and say okay to live the life that i want to live i need to make this much money and then also say but does it line up with my mission for my life and my mission statement for my myself like i feel like we have multiple mission statements what i'm basically saying and saying okay you know i like i can make money doing a lot of things right 
mm-hmm. but we be happy doing that. So like you saying, being intentional about the things that you select to get to this goal is also very important. And I also think that it's very, it's very much walking into God's plan because he wants you to do the things that you love. He might put you in a predicament when you, sometimes you aren't doing the things that you love so you can get to the things that you love. But I think there's so much power in being faithful to what God is telling you to do also because you might have this goal in mind but you've been playing it safe your whole life you can't do that sometimes god might tell you to leave something leave a person go to canada i'm thinking about shameless maya to just to just pack up and do something different to take that leap of faith and sometimes our goal or the achievement in our goal the, the space between the, our, the life we want, the life we got and the life we want is going to take a leap of faith. Um, and God has to be in the midst of all of that. But we talked about this earlier on our, own, on our call. It's just like, we have to be able to say, look, I've done all I can, but now it's up to you. Like, you really have to trust God in this. It's like, yeah, I'm about to do this and I trust you. And it's going to sound crazy, but once you've done all you think you could do, I feel like you really, at the end of the day, there's nothing you could do. You could just like, I trust you. And you have to know whether I get this job or not, whether I'm in this relationship or not. I know that I was faithful to your word. So if I'm faithful to your word and what you told me to do, I know whatever next step that you're taking me on is going to be the right step. And I think it just comes to a place where um, God has prepared you through everything that you've been through to get to that point. And I'll just give you all an example. Okay. This is a good one. <laughs> like This is a good one. So um, I've been looking for like remote jobs um, to help, you know, get me more financially stable. Right. And so I've been promoting, been applying, 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 but I got this email from someone that I didn't apply to mm-hmm. and they asked me to be a social media manager for their their job. They're like, we're trying to see if you could do these things. Can you send me a proposal really quickly? And the funny thing is, I had already wrote a proposal for the apartment that I wanted to go to. Cause I was like, I'm trying to be rent-free. I'm gonna be their marketing specialist. So I sent them a proposal and like, <laughs> this is what, like, if y'all let me live here for free, this is what I will do for you. And this is, or this is what you could pay me. They rejected me, right? They said mm-hmm. no twice, <laughs> and then uh, and so. But when she asked me for my proposal, I swapped everything out <laughs> from what the apartment says to what her her mission was, and made my price based off of that. And mm-hmm. so, and then also, I told her I was going to send her a questionnaire about what um, to get your branding. Like she's like, "What's the process?" So I was like, "What is my process?" So I was like, "I'll send you a questionnaire," but I hadn't made the questionnaire yet. At least that's what I didn't think I did. When I got laid, when I got um, let go of a job a long time ago, and I was starting my own social media business with my brother, I created a questionnaire. And so I was like, What's that questionnaire I did four years ago, look that up and put that into a Google, um, a Google form and sent it to her. So what I'm saying is there's just follow what God has for you in your heart. It may not work out. I, they told me no with that proposal. And 
I only, only had one client for that uh, social media manager the, uh, uh, company that we had, but it all lined up to, I had what I needed for this new opportunity that I, that came out of nowhere. And so what I'm saying is like, that's what I'm saying. God will have you do things, but really he's just preparing you for what's next. And he's going to line it up and you're going to realize that you have everything that you are, that you need to get to where you want to be. He's been preparing you. Now, what can you look back and pull out your arsenal and be like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I love that. I love that because a lot of times we get discouraged in our current place. Like, oh God, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Like send me something better. But then I love how you said, like, this came from something in the past that I didn't think that I was supposed to be doing long term. Or, you know, just things that, you know, it didn't seem like it was going to be this grand setup for where you are today. And so just really moving intentionally right now and doing your very, very best at whatever you're doing right now, because you could later on need that, the, whatever it is you're doing now in the future. Yeah. Or it could be, it, it's technically just building the foundation. And that's why it's really important for us to enjoy this process. Because even though it might, it's like, this was whack, bro. Like, what? <laughs> like, can you believe they did this? Can you believe da 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 da? Or I have to do this, do that. But really, you better enjoy it because everything that you're doing right now is, is preparing to you for who you want to be. Not who you want to be, who you are. And I want to say that very specifically. We have to enjoy our lives right now in this very moment jazz and kobe and soulmates there's so much for us to be grateful for right now if you're listening to this right now and you are healthy during the midst of a pandemic this is a time to be happy if you're able to be around your loved one at this moment if whether it's one or a lot of them then you you are blessed like if you even have a job right now during the pandemic I'm, or even if you give me some unemployment check with an extra $600, you have income. So it's just like, let's look at what we are. Everything with gratitude makes our life a little, a little better. Yeah. And everything that you've been saying too has made me think about, you know, sometimes in the moment when we're doing things, we might not see the benefit of it or the, importance of it but like I was saying everything is full circle everything comes back full circle and you know it might be some things some trainings that you have done in the past some skills that you acquired in the past that you not might not even think qualifies you for something you know today um I think about some tra a training that I did an organization that I was a part of in college back in 2010 we were going out into the community and a lot of people in San Antonio do not have health insurance. And so we were doing fitness tests to help them, you know, know their fitness uh, capability. We were doing a BMI, we get their height, their weight, their uh, measurements, and telling them, you know, hey, this is where wow. you're the BMI chart, <laughs> right? And then we did a uh, finger prick. And we got a little blood and it told you in like a minute what your results were. And it told you your cholesterol numbers. Now, fast forward, when did I get the job for in five years, five, six years later, I'm wandering around the hospital 
And I'm like, oh, they have a wellness department. What y'all do over here? Oh, we're in corporate wellness. Oh, what, what do y'all do for corporate wellness? Oh, we do flu shots and we do biometric screenings. Biometric screenings? I did that when I was in college. Really? Oh yeah, you should uh, check out, you know, we actually have some openings coming up in the fall. Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that is sure, that's what I'm doing today, making money doing what I did, a, a skill that I learned five years ago and have forgot about. Girl, <laughs> look, and now it's your income. Exactly. Right. Traveling, doing this. Didn't even know that that was mean. Been able to travel and go different places from one skill that I learned years ago. Wow. And it all goes back to It is full circle. And it goes back to we be so messed up sometimes. Girl, we be real sad. Girl, uncomfortable. <laughs> like, really, like, what is going on? But then when you look back at things like what Kobe said, she already would prepare for this. You really look back and say, God really did work everything out for my good. And he's going to do it again. He really is. And so we have to stand on that for the like we have to stand on his promise to get to our promise so i just i don't know i'm just really like very excited about this and that's what keeps me going too because i'm just like man you know what god has had my back so many times like why am i even tripping like i know he gonna come through for me this time like i know so why am I even giving my fears, my doubts, these obstacles, energy when I know what God can do? I've seen him do it before. I've seen the evidence in other people's lives. So why am I even, what? That's yeah. what keeps me going. Yeah, that, that has to be what keeps you going. Because if not, you probably ain't going to do it. Because <laughs> you like, because some things you can't do just based off of yourself. Mm-mm. You have you got, got to take you got. There's a point in life that supernatural gonna, force. That supernatural force. I was listening to this um, this sermon, and which is basically it was called "Walk It Like I Talk It," and basically he said he said an affirmation. And he's like, "I am an anomaly," and basically an anomaly is like, "I am the the exception." I am, yes. and I need us to re- really think like that because you are. God created us that and he made us in the image of him, right? So that means we have the juices to create the life that we want, or what I like to say, co-create the life we want with God. And so we have to take that in that 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 juice because you are an anomaly. You are gonna be the change in your family. You are gonna be the elevation in your family. Your kids aren't gonna to have to worry about paying their student loans if they even have them. Your kids are probably gonna have a business before they're 11 years old in their name. And so we are the anomaly and we're gonna teach others how to be an anomaly, to live a full a life of abundance. For real. And you know, I mean, I was like, God but. says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you plans to give you an expected end mm-hmm. just saying like god said it like with all these plans that we putting in place like our humanly plans it's so important that we we not get caught up in the ego in the worldly way of life and you know thinking that and because this is me like a person that like to 
be in control of things and like just like being in control of like my finances my family making sure that we're in order and things of that nature but it's just like sometimes you just like stuff is gonna happen and it's just beyond you and so just understanding that god god can see you through like through it all and he has constantly like proven to us up until the points we are in our life we just reflect back and think about the things that we conquered and overcame and the things that we're overcoming right now in this present day it just shows me like that with the power of god (laughs) y'all with the power of god like there is nothing nothing in the world that we can't do like tiffany paying off forty four thousand dollars in and credit card i mean not uh, in student loan and car and whatever else did that she had in two years and not even earning that much and i love how you put an accent on <laughs> i said it wasn't two years it was a long time <laughs> oh in 60 well 60 years oh yeah since college okay, okay. yeah since college mm-hmm. and so it's a process it's, y'all <laughs> it's a process and that's and i love like because a lot of times most people think we need all these like i need to have making a hundred thousand dollars a year to do this or i need to have this amount of um such and such in the game and or it's just like just trusting the process and knowing where you are right now you have everything you need to succeed no matter how bad the circumstance may seem right now no matter if you you just lost a job no matter if you 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 i don't know you had took ill or whatever the case may be as long as you have breath in your body, you still have the ability to turn it around and to make it and create it to be whatever it needs to be. And so I just think it's important that we don't get caught up on, on the accolades, I can't even say accolades, but when you have an end goal in mind, I think it helps you stay grounded because it'll eliminate that the whole I have to compete with the next person or I have or I feeling I'm feeling inadequate or I feel like I'm not doing enough or I feel whatever the case may be because if you have the end goal in mind you're not competing with the next person's end goal you're you're just trying to accomplish the goal that you have set out for you so it's like we have to get a goal that's set for us because a lot of times when we don't have something that we're a aim a chief aim that we're aiming for and we see somebody else with an aim and we're like oh i want that aim and then somebody else to bring a nice aim oh i want that aim too i want that aim but it's like figure out the aim that you want figure out the, the thing that you want construct it in a way to where you know you can map it out plan it out get a goal in, in motion so that when something the next big thing does come up you don't get distracted and get off your plan or start feeling like, oh, mine is not working or, you know, or get discouraged and give up. So just being like very, very cognizant of what's for you is for you and what's for someone else is for that person. And that's okay. Yeah. And I also think like two things, when you are in the place that you don't really want to be, you know, and I've struggled with this. I don't want to say don't want to be, but you know it's time to like do something different because you want the life you want the life that you want you want to create. Right. Making sure that even in the midst of those those places that you don't want to be anymore, being being a good steward of that job, being a good steward of the time you have to spend there because 
it's not going to do yourself any favors if you're not putting your best foot forward, even if someone did you wrong. Um, right. You still feel like you have to go in there. If someone's paying you, you got to go in there and do the best that you can. So God could see like, look, you've been a good steward, even when you weren't even treated right. You did the right thing. You have integrity. Um, even when you felt like it was time, it's time to go. While you're in that space, do thing, do the thing, and do it enthusiastically. And I know I, I ain't really been the best example of that all the time, but I think it's very important um, to get into that next step. And then also, when I'm saying like follow God's uh, plan for your life or what He put in your heart, a lot of times we only know about one way to we all we have been we have been trained or conditioned to think there's really only way to one way to financial freedom now that we're learning more on social media from other people's experiences or the people we are around we realize like having a, a high paying job isn't the only way to be financially free like starting your own investing in your time and effort into yourself into your own businesses that can get you financially free as well but we have to work backwards like how many shirts do we need to, how many soap only shirts do we need to sell how many advertisers can we reach out to to get a good deal you know putting that actual goal in place and a system in place to get to where we need to be because i feel like we put so much and these are this is for all the entrepreneurs out there and I feel like it's okay to not be an entrepreneur at the same time. Whatever your goal is, whatever your mission is, it's cool. But for all the entrepreneurs, I want them to know that you have to put that trust that we put so long into a workspace. You have to put it in yourself. You know, these people have made businesses that we're working for, but you you're a business <laughs> you're a business. Your knowledge is a business. And if there's something, if that's the route you want to take, then I think we have to transfer our mentality into a boss mentality. It's like, well, if I'm, if I'm valuable enough for them to be paying me this much, then I could probably do the same thing for my company or take the steps to do that. And it's going to be hard to really make that transition, maybe or maybe not, but it really is going to take a, a trust in yourself, a trust in God and a, a change in your mentality to say, look, I can make this, I can reach this goal within my business. And sometimes you might have to do other things on the side as well, but that's just something I've been thinking about. No, that's, that's true. And just real quick, that is, that is so true. It, it takes, it takes a, a first that mindset transition for you to get from, and Robert Kiyosaki talks about it in his book all the time. He wrote out the four, the, um, the four quadrants and in the four quadrants on the left side, you have employee and small business owner. And on the right side, you have big business owner, which means 500 employees or more. And then you have an investor. And so a lot of times in order we, and, and it's no right or wrong quadrant. In most cases, people are in all four quadrants. They are still working at a job and they have their small business that they have on the side and they can be an investor or they maybe not all four, but like they're, they can be in three quadrants at a time, most likely in most cases. But he was saying the thing he said, he said, think of it as a, as a court 
One is a football field, one is a soccer field, one is a tennis court, and one is a golf court. And he said, you got to think about it as a mindset shift. You can't just walk, if you've been on the, the football court, you can't just walk on the basketball court and just be all, you know, AI and one hot sauce. People, you have to learn plays, you have to relearn all these new, it's a new way of life, a new mentality that has to shift completely for you, can, for you to even understand how this, how to even play this game. And so it's just like really shifting that mentality from if you're looking to go from an employee figuring out reading, taking courses, maybe going to school, taking an extra class or whatever, getting a mentor, someone that can literally coach your brain, your mind more so into developing so that you can understand the way of life that you're trying to achieve because it's so important that mindset. And he said it himself for a long time because he was in, an employee for so long. It was just so hard for him to transition to becoming a business owner, not a small business owner, but an actual big business owner because it's a difference from being a small business owner versus a big business owner because that's even a mindset shift in and of itself because the small business owner thinks, okay, if, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done right. So I have to do everything. But a big business owner is has the power to delegate and say, okay, I have this system that's in place. I can train people to do this one particular system and then they can run it. And if I go and take a, a month vacation and come back, my company will not only be still in a float, but sometimes it can even be better off when I come, when I mean, when I left than when I was actually here. So it's just like learning these different mindset shifts and it's, 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 it's beautiful when you learn them and it's too much to talk about all right now, but just knowing systems are, are, and being able to create these things that can essentially change your mindset to where it needs to be for the, the, the vision that you have that, where you're going, so to speak. Definitely. You're right. I love that. I love that analogy. It's a whole new game. We got <laughs> totally. I've been playing basketball. Now I got to learn how to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right, y'all. What time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is a statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good. Um, even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak and down and out, you don't want to affirm negative things over your life. Instead, just affirm things like I'm feeling better and better every day. I get better in every way. God got my back. Something, something positive to shine light on the situation. Um, it's three of us. I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in or just whoever's divinely meant to be tuned in with us. So we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. Who would like to go first? I'm ready. Every day, I am fully committed to the plan with anticipation of me hitting all my goals. I'm stealing that. <laughs> that one down. Um, I'll say, I am trusting God to make a no i am trusting god to make a shift in my life and i will stand on his promises and use all the gifts and talents to uplift him 
and to feel, fulfill the life I want. That was a long one. <laughs> I'm gonna just start going first, okay? Y'all gonna go last. <laughs> I'll be having like the three word affirmations. Y'all be having a paragraph. I'll be like, how do I my last minute good? So be just. I'll be killing again. No, but uh, I love that. I'm still in that too. Um, I am following through with all of my plans that are leading me to my divine destiny. Divine destiny. Yes. The destination. Man, that destination. <laughs> All right, guys. Please, if you're watching us on YouTube, we are here live. So make sure that you are subscribed. And if you are listening to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe there as well. But more specifically, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet as it will help us get up in the rankings and yeah guys follow us on all our social media platforms instagram facebook twitter because we got something for y'all and share 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 if something struck your heart we will repost and we love reading your messages all right guys until next time soulmates bye we love y'all bye